Hey, 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 and welcome to Hashtag The Chit Show. I'm Ashley Chitty, and I am so happy that you guys are here today. Are you ready to chit-chat about all the things, start having some real talk? If so, this is where it's at. I hope you guys are ready to come on this journey with me. Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, guys. How is it going today? Well, today I want to talk about mental illness. I know we've went over this before and we talked about some things, but May is uh, Mental Illness Awareness Month. So I just want to have an open discussion about that. I want to talk about what does mental illness look like for you? What does it mean to you? What does... What what have you experienced in those uh, in something like that? Like, do you suffer from mental illness? I do. And for the longest, I was almost afraid to talk about it and feel like it needed to be like this hush hush thing. Like I just couldn't say that, hey, you who over here with my hand raised, I suffer from anxiety and depression and depression Woo, it it was really hard. And the anxiety is something that I feel like I live with from day to day. It comes in all forms. But the depression, you know, the days that I felt like I couldn't get out of bed, those days were really, really hard. But I definitely want to break this stigma. I want to break this stigma on that none of us talk about it. Like, why can't we talk about it? Why can't we openly say I'm struggling? I'm over here on the struggle bus and I need some help and I need a minute. I need a moment. I need a day or I I really and truly need help and I need to go get the help that I need. I have such a good support system, but that I feel was such a blessing because not everybody feels like they have that type of support, which leads to so many other things that could happen. Uh, One being feeling like you're so alone that you don't matter in this world and that you feel like you need to take your own life. I'm here to say no, that that is not the answer. Please, please reach out. It, I think too, in this day that we're living in with COVID and being so isolated, already feeling like you're alone and then being isolated. um, I just can't even imagine what some people are going through. And I just want you to reach out and reach out to uh, a family, a friend, a pastor, and reach out to, and if it gets so bad that you definitely need to reach out and go somewhere, please just go. And you can also call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. You just do it. And there's such a stigma on these things. And I want, I, I definitely want anybody and everybody out there listening to know you are not alone. I hope I impact people. I hope I make that type of impact to know that you are not alone. Message me at hashtag the chit show, a chitty one. I'm always there. You need help. I'm here. And with that being said, that's what I truly want to focus on. Why do we feel like we don't have the support? It's that depression. It's those thoughts in our head that creep in that are just, they're not okay. 
but it's a form of illness. And, and, and I, and I think people, you know, are afraid to say that. Like I have, like they treat that like quote unquote illness as something that they have to be ashamed of. It is nothing to be ashamed of. Absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. The thoughts that creep in that make you feel a certain way. And it's like, you're hearing, you're hearing those thoughts too. Like somebody's talking to you, almost saying that you're not good enough. You're not worthy enough. It's I've been there. I've absolutely been there with the, with the, the thoughts and the, and the words that are coming through that are saying, hey, if I just run into this ditch, nobody will miss me. I'm just going to veer off on the side of the road and hope that I don't make it through. I've been there. I have been there. And thank goodness that I was able to come out of it as quickly as I could. It was absolutely the darkest time in my life. And I didn't know, I didn't know how to manage it or handle it, you know, and say to myself, get some help, speak out and say to my husband, I'm, I'm really struggling here. Like there was a time where I just, I did not want to even like come back home, you know, and like, there's all forms of mental illness too. You know, I suffer from depression and anxiety. Uh, there's addiction, there's a uh, bipolar disorder. Um, I mean, even like, a lot of like the stigmas against some of this is like, I, I can't, it, it makes you feel so ashamed. Like there's this like stigma is shame and like shame causes silence and silence hurts us all. Like, and it truly does. Like it affects so many of us when we put this kind of like shame on mental illness, we have to keep talking about it, bringing it to the forefront of all of our discussions, you know, and, and, and have healthy and open discussions about them too, because depression for me, it's, it's not an act. Okay. If you have an eating disorder, those aren't phases. Okay. And let's just say like suicide. I know people have said it before that it's a coward's way to escape or, or get out or it's not. It is a cry for help. It is saying, I need help. I want to fix things. I want to say I need to get out of this space that I'm in or, or even like, like when, when you want to like self-harm, because a lot of times like some of those kind of go hand in hand, it's not, I don't think it's a cry for attention either, you know, with the suicide, like the self-harm, there's things that are going on. And I don't want people to be, you know, like say that, oh, you, you think you know it all. I don't know it all. I just know that I've been through it. I know that I've been through it. I know that I don't need attention about it. I know that like, I need to speak about these things. And that honestly was the reason why I started this podcast was the mental illness. I wanted it to have a platform. I wanted it to like be the driving force of this podcast. And if other things kind of flowed into it, then fantastic. And and they have, and I hope that they continue to do so. But this was definitely the platform that I wanted so strongly to talk about, you know, like even sometimes when I say that I'm okay and like, I'm okay. Or, and people are like, Hmm, I, it's like, it's like you almost want people to recognize that you're not okay. Even when you say that you're okay. And I've gotten to the point where I feel comfortable saying I'm not okay. And I need someone I need, I need to like, 
I want somebody to look me in my eyes and say, I know you just said that you're okay, but I'm here for you, you know, and give me a hug, you know, and say that I know you're not okay, but I'm here for you anyways. You know, we don't have to talk about it. We don't have to make a big display of it and make it a quote unquote thing just that I'm here, just a hug. And so I just want to spread this, this, this kindness, you know, this kindness of, you know, and, and, and take the uncomfortableness out of it, right? Like just because I'm being kind to somebody, even if it's just a stranger, it doesn't have to be uncomfortable. Like I feel like we can be kind without being uncomfortable to people that we don't know. And like, that's okay because you never know who you will, you will impact. You could impact that person that on that day was thinking about committing suicide or that day she was going to, he or she was going to go and uh, cut themselves or cause harm to themselves. Like you have no idea just the simple, hey, how are you today? What that impact can do to somebody. And I'm here for it. You know, I am here for it. And I ain't about what you, it's not really about like what you undergo. It's about what you can overcome. We can overcome it. I know we can overcome it. I I know that we can get the help that we need. And we can also, if we keep talking about it and putting the mental health, health issues in the forefront, I know people will hear us. And I know that we can get the help that we all need. All like, even like us talking about it more and more makes people more aware that this really truly is an issue that most of us are dealing with. I've met so many people who are afraid to say anything, who are afraid to just say, gosh, <clears throat> I am, I have struggled with depression and anxiety, or I've just, I've, I, I've suffered with an eating disorder my whole life. They feel so shameful about it. And that's why I don't want I don't want shame to come into this any longer. I, I just want, I want it to to be right here. I really, really, really want it to be talked about all the time because I don't think people realize how much strength comes with with just speaking it. Right. Like how much strength it really does take to pull your own self out of such a, a dark place mentally, physically and verbally to speak it verbally. That's a lot of strength. Like you saying to yourself, I need help. Like you're saying it to yourself. Okay, I need help. And then for you to be like, I'm just going to speak this to somebody. That is such strength. And I applaud you. I applaud you for saying it, for taking those steps to get it. Because if you do it today, tomorrow, the next day, you continue to say it, you continue to try to, you know, make it known that, hey, I need the help. I'm going to make today my first day of just trying to be better and not let this stigma take us down. I applaud you. Like, I'm so proud of you for doing that. And I definitely know how hard it was to even be there and like try to say those things out loud too. I don't, I mean, yeah, I felt shame. I don't know if I, I felt shame as more so as like, I just didn't know how to articulate my words. I didn't know what to say, how to say it. How do you say, I'm on the struggle bus over here. And, and also to where it doesn't get to a point to where it does affect your family. Because then that's a lot of pressure. You're feeling like this. If I keep it inside, I know I'm showing a certain way that it's already affecting my family. But if I say it out loud, it's going to affect my family. And I don't want them to have my blowback. 
but look at it either way, everybody's struggling, right? Because anxiety kind of rears its ugly head in so many different ways. You have no idea what it truly is causing. You know, you don't know how it's affecting. And those like, you know, thoughts and feelings are all jumbled up inside your head and you're you're really not making sense. I look back at so many things that have happened and I can truly say it was depression and anxiety that was the driving force behind it. And man, I just I don't know. It's so it's it's I don't know. I just I want us to be open-minded about it as well, you know. And um I don't know. Open-minded so people don't care, you know, to be right or they don't care if you understand and there's never a right and wrong answer about it or everything. It doesn't matter. You don't have to understand my pain. You don't have to understand another person's um, mental illness or struggles. Just being there is enough, right? Like you just need to be okay, you know, and know that you're not alone in any of that. And I think also, um, I saw a quote too that says, saying yes to happiness means learning to say no to the things and people that stress you out. Now that I love, right? I love that. I'll say it again. Saying yes to happiness, which I am all about, means learning to say no to things and people that stress you out. And with stress comes a vicious cycle of if you don't take care of it, then you get stressed out. And then the mental illness kind of, it just, it just plummets on top. It's never good. Stress is also such a killer. It is such a killer. And I think also think that people have a hard time saying no. And I get that because there's a lot of stress with coming, with saying no, like I, no, I'm not going to do this. No, I don't. I don't like this. I don't feel comfortable. Please stop. Don't do these things. I think That builds a lot of pressure and a lot of stress can come out of it too. I mean, it's really hard. Like, I I don't know. And I also want to say that um, on that quote, Thelma Davis, that was the one who quote, that was the person, the lady who quoted that. So I thought that was a really good quote that I read. And, you know, so many unthings, even with just saying, with not saying no You know, those things like they may be on the tip of your tongue and you want to say them, but you don't ever say them. And so it creates this stress. Oh, it's just this level of stress that's so anxiety driven, too, that and unnecessary. I had plenty of conversations about a stress factor to so many people. I don't know. And, you know, we all go through like, you know, something hard. Like we've all gone through that. Like we've and we've all had changes you know, we've all gone through changes. I mean, this past year alone, I mean, are you kidding? You know, it's like, I don't know, sometimes the way that we can never go back, you know, to what we what we once were. And I think that's hard to accept. You know, it's hard to accept the way it's like we all want to go back to what we were. I don't know if that's if that's even like I want to go back to what we were. I'm kind of liking the new Ashley over here. You know, do you want to go back to the way that you were? Do you want to go back to the way things were like pre-COVID, PC? Do we want to go back PC? I don't know. I don't know if we do. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping and praying that after all this is over with that we all come out better. But I, I'm here to tell you, two types of people in this world. Woo! And it's, it's, it's been a bit shocking, especially after moving from overseas, just talking to a friend yesterday about how, man, 
you know, the grass sometimes isn't always greener on the other side. Now, is it? It's very, very hard. You don't know what you got, right? It's been tough, the adjustment, but I I've definitely have learned there is definitely two types of people in this world. And it's kind of a hard pill to swallow sometimes, but you also, that comes with stress too, and you just got to push forward. But, you know, speaking to my friend yesterday, you know, that's what friends are all about. They pick us up, right? They pick us up. It's just what I needed was to talk to her. We talked for an hour and a half, almost two hours. Every day, do I have an hour and a half? Does she have an hour and a half? No, I know she doesn't. I don't, and she knows I don't either, but we took the time, we put in the work and we talked to each other. They just pick us up when we fall down, you know, and if they can't pick us up, I feel like sometimes they lie down and listen to us, you know, they just don't have to really say anything, just being there, just like listening. Sometimes we don't even have to have like an answer or comments or opinions, you know, we just are there to listen sometimes. And I think that 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 could be more powerful in itself is when we just listen and don't have to say anything at all, you know, and, you know, when you've been through hell and back, I mean, I'm ready to rise up and let's get this done. Be a better person, you know, kick mental illness in its butt. And I'm ready to bring mental illness to the forefront of everything. You know, I just want to talk about it. And just like with my friend, you know, because I mean, I think sometimes we find that friendships can be weird and hard. And but I don't know, I think that like, you know, you pick a human or a friend, you know, you've met and that you're, you're kind of alike and you're like, yep, this is kind of the friend. And then, you know, you just kind of roll with it. It's, it, it's easy. Like friendships like that should, they're, they're easy. Friendships don't need to, they, they take work, obviously, you know, but you also just find that person that you have, you know, uh, common interests in, you know, personalities, they're the same or not the same. And, but, but, but you respect one another and you have kind of like, you're able to have those comfortable conversations. I love those type of friendships and you laugh, you cry, man, it's the ones where like, you know, you, and then you definitely find those friendships. And I'll say it again. I think I've said it before where it's like, you know, you look at you and you're just like, am I bringing a shovel? I'm going to bring a shovel. How many shovels we need? And then you also have those friends that are just like, I don't think this is a really good idea. And then you also have the friends that are just like, are we bringing, is this a, a wine or am I bringing beer, champagne? Like what, what kind of gathering is this? Cause I need to know if we're going to get deep, right? I love being able to have, I have all kinds of those friends and we all have things going on in our life. And you know, I love being open about who I am. And once I, once I let myself be open about my mental illness and like who I am, just, you know, I, it's like, then they can see the true authentic self of who I am, you know, and maybe it won't work out. Some of those friendships, you know, who knows? Like maybe, I don't know, maybe going for it could be the best thing you've done, you know, or cutting your losses and moving on. That could have been the best thing that you've done too, you know? It hurts, but you kind of just cut your losses and you move on. But I think that we just all have to be strong and we need to keep staying strong and keep pushing forward. And you know what other quote that I that I truly love is one from my gal, Dolly Parton herself, honey. Like, if you see someone without a smile, give them one of yours. Dolly, go girl. You see someone without a smile, give them one of yours. Gosh, I love me some Dolly Parton.
She's got all the answers. If she doesn't, no one does. Okay. I, I mean, and that is just the truth. Dolly Parton said it best. But if you are struggling with mental illness today, know that you're not alone. Please know that you're not alone. And I, I just know that we, we're going we're, we're gonna to make a difference. If you need somebody, if you just need to just type it out, write it out in a journal, slip a little note, slide into somebody's DMs and mention it, just say something. But you're not alone. You're not alone. And we are going to get through this together. There's so many um, opportunities for us to make this Mental Illness Awareness Month exactly what it is. We have this is my platform right here to do it. We're just going to shout it to the rooftops that we need this to be heard. Our voices need to be heard about mental illness. And, you know, if you want, my heart is in this. My heart is just in this. And I, 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 I hope that you're in it too. And I hope that I could have been of some help today. And, um, you know, some things have to end for better things to begin, right? Let's just, let's just stop it. Because if we don't stop it, then nothing better can come of it. So let's, let's talk about it more. Let's be there for each other more. Let's spread that type of kindness that we all need. The hugs, just saying hi to somebody, opening up the door for somebody, asking them how they are today. You know, just do those things, man, you have no idea what a difference they, that they're going to make. Even driving, just let somebody in on the lane, okay? You don't have to just push on up and not let somebody merge, all right? Like, just a little bit of kindness goes a long, long way. I'm here for you today and every single day. I'm showing up for you. Show up for me and message me. Just if you need somebody, just message me. I love you today and every day. Thank you so much for listening today. If you love today's episode, I'd love for you to share it on your social media with your friends and family. You can also find me on Instagram at hashtag chit show. Most importantly, if you want to keep listening in, just hit that fancy subscribe button because I know you're not going to want to miss out on hashtag chit show. <laughs>